Hello traders and potential future traders, Patrick Maldonado here, cryptocurrency trader and creator of TC Trading. So in today's episode, I would like to talk about a topic that I'm very passionate about and this topic is Bitcoin. Unless you have been living under a rock for the last couple of years, you might have heard of this term and you may be wondering what it is, how does it work and if you should invest in it. I will give you a brief explanation of what Bitcoin is and how it might change the financial system. Just before starting, I would appreciate if you leave a review and share the podcast. It supports me and really makes a difference. So please do that. It is really appreciated. So hello everyone once again. Thank you for joining me in this new episode of the TC Trading Podcast. As I've said before, the first episodes were focused mainly on the basics of trading. And now what I want to do is broad uh, the topics a little bit more, talk about cryptocurrencies, talk about more of my experiences, even talking more about how you can change your life. You know, uh, when talking about trading, you require a very specific mentality, a very specific uh, trading psychology and that psychology is not only going to help you in trading but it might help a lot of you uh, get the best out of every day uh, being a little bit smarter with some decisions how you can even see risk reward and so on but all of those are topics for other episodes now what i want to talk about is bitcoin so First of all, I'm going to explain where it comes from uh, because mostly uh, most people might not know. But in 2008, there was a domain uh, called Bitcoin.org and it was created by Satoshi Nakamoto and Marty Malmi. So in this domain, in this web page, uh, a white paper was released. So if you don't know what a white paper is, it's basically a document very similar to a business plan in terms of you know, if you have a project, what is the project going to do? What are the objectives? How are you going to implement it? So in this web page, what was released was called Bitcoin, a peer-to-peer electronic cash system. So this was the first uh, term uh, for Bitcoin in the entire world. And as you may expect, this document, this paper laid out the principles of Bitcoin. And some of the objectives uh, that Satoshi Nakamoto, and I have to say that no one knows who Satoshi Nakamoto is, if it's a single person or if it's an entity or a group of person, uh, no one really knows. Uh, And this is very important because uh, people are not trusting an individual, but are trusting the kind of like the algorithm. And I'm going to explain a little bit more on that. In any case, the objectives of this white paper was, first of all, eliminate the need for central authorities, just like banks and governments. Uh, So what Satoshi Nakamoto believed is that governments or central banks shouldn't have the power to change the value uh, of a currency, for instance. You know, uh, even this year in 2020, because of the pandemic, with all the financial aid and all the printing that has going on, it is estimated that about 20%, and that's right, 20% of uh, the entire fiat supply or USD, uh, US dollar uh, currency was printed this year. And this is huge because potentially in the future due to this, maybe you're, if you have $10,000 in, in your account, maybe its investment power is going to go down to 8000 because of that 20%. Of course, this is going to be over the years, but inflation is a big problem in the economy right it's something that is kind of standard if you can manage it but if you don't really manage it and it expires the wrong way it will really affect the economy 
So he wanted to tackle that with Bitcoin and he also wanted to ensure secure and verifiable transactions. Uh, so in terms of security, uh, Bitcoin uses uh, cryptography uh, and I'm going to be talking a little bit more about kind of like that form of encryption. But with verifiable transactions, I don't know if you have had um, a potentially, obviously you have made uh, bank transfers. And in reality, you can't verify the transactions, or can you? Uh, the only way that you can verify the transactions is through the system of the bank. So it's a very centralized uh, system. And I don't know if you have had any problems of you send a money to someone else, and then you ask your bank, and they tell you, yes, we have sent the money. But then your friend or whoever else asks their bank, and they says, well, we can't find the transaction, we can find the money. So this is a problem because you, do, you can't really verify that transaction actions because it's a centralized system for different parties and bitcoin definitely solves this as all the transactions are not only transparent but you can verify them in real time and the last objective was making trustless payments with minimum intervention again in terms of bank transfers you know that you have to trust the bank for liquidity and you have to trust the bank that has your actual money because in reality all the numbers that you see in your bank account is an iou it's not really money that they have it's it's kind of like a guarantee that uh, they owe you that certain amount of money so you have to trust them and now in terms of bitcoin you don't really need to trust anyone you only need to trust that you have that password or and we're going to talk uh, about this um, just in a, in, in a few minutes but you just have uh, you just need to have that password in order to make a transaction okay so it's it's basically like cash when you give cash to someone if they receive it then that's it it's settled right and there's no way that you can get that money back without the consent of that other party and this is super important and I'm, i'll keep talking about it uh, later on in other uh, podcast uh, episodes as well now let's talk a little bit about encryption and the reason is because you might be scared and you might be why should i even trust this so-called bitcoin why and the reason is because it uses something called cryptography and more specifically it uses cryptographic hash function SHA-256 uh, you, you know i don't want to ramble a lot about the um the details of this but basically if you have an input of a bit you with this kind of like a cryptographic hash function you potentially have um, uh, a solution equal to 2 to the power of 256 so you can imagine that huge number is very difficult to find uh, you know if you are trying to um, to kind of decrypt a message or whatever and the point here is that if you have a string of value then you multiply those strings of value times the number that i've already said and those are the potential solutions that you have and this is why it's so hard and almost impossible to break or to hack bitcoin and just take you know uh, your money uh, from a wallet in any case the two ways of explaining how this works basically you have something that's called public keys and private keys a public key is basically kind of like your wallet so you can really think about you know if you have a virtual wallet and you can deposit a bitcoin in there and this is how it works it the good thing about this is that it does not require a name right it's a set of string you can you can have like a wallet one two three four five six seven eight abc whatever it is you know it's a string of uh, numbers and a string of uh, letters but the important 
part is that for each specific wallet, there's only gonna be one specific private key, which will serve as your signatures. Uh, so just uh, the same as you will sign something with uh, your credit card in order to pay something, you would have to sign with your private keys if you want to make a transfer in Bitcoin. Now, the way Bitcoin works is very, it can get very complicated uh, and to be honest i don't really want to get into many uh, into those details because i want you to get the overall picture i want you to understand more or less how it works be more educated but really not uh discuss a lot on the technicals because it's not worth the time and you know it's already difficult to have this learning curve if you want to uh, not only use but also invest in bitcoin now, Bitcoin is mainly a protocol and this is called a proof of work and I will explain more about Bitcoin mining and what it is in other episodes because, you know, that's another whole thing and it's very important for you to understand. But basically, uh, you know, in terms of uh, this proof of work and mining, you know, you can talk about having, you can still talk about blockchain. Uh, which I will cover, but the pro, uh, the main thing that you need to know about this and recognize is that the Bitcoin network is really an algorithm. It's really uh, a lot of computers trying to solve a puzzle, basically. Okay, that's what Bitcoin is, and the thing is that you know a lot of people say Bitcoin is a currency. I mean, it kind of is right now, but in essence, it's not really a currency, it's only a ledger. What's a ledger? Basically, it's a registry of transactions. And this is what Bitcoin is. It's just registering different transactions uh, for all the network. Now, in simple terms, the way it works is that these computers try to solve an algorithm and once they solve it, and again, this comes to the SHA-256, which, you know, if you want to uh, kind of like find a solution for one of these, uh, let's say, formulas, you have to do it in a trial basis. So you have to put one number and then if it's wrong, calculate another one, another one, another one. And this is just how uh, these kind of calculations work. But in any case, once you solve this algorithm, you are allowed to create a block in the ledger. And the importance here is that once a block is created, that's where you put all of the transactions. And I will explain again more about uh, mining later on. But the point is that each uh, block is linked to the other one. So if you create a block and then you have you have to use that solution in order to find the next one. And then once you find that, you need to, again to have that solution or that hash and find the next one. And this is why it's called blockchain because it's basically a chain of different blocks in terms of what Bitcoin is finding. In any case, with Bitcoin, you are really trusting an algorithm. You are really trusting maps instead of people, instead of banks, instead of the central bank and so on. And this is why it's very important for you to take it into consideration and do more research about it because it is a disruptive technology. In any case, traders and listeners, I hope that you enjoyed this episode of the TC Trading Podcast. Understanding the basics about Bitcoin is just a small step into learning more about this disruptive technology. This has the potential to change the financial system as we know it, so it is important that at the very least you know what it is about. 
If you would like to start learning how to trade, get a 30% discount with the code TCE Podcast on my AB trading course in Udemy. Thank you very much for listening and I will see you in the next episode. Take care.